And now for the podcast that doesn't need 13 writers to get an episode out for you guys to listen to. This is Not All Podcasts Wear Capes. I didn't know that uh, I didn't know that there's 13 writers for what, Echo, a single episode. Look up the credits. There's 13 in and out for the whole five episodes. But it's crazy the amount that worked on like each individual episode. Interesting. So, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and those beyond the binary. This is not all podcasts where Cape, our little podcast where we cover genre films and TV shows and boy girl stuff, TV shows and movies with special effects, the you know important critical things for the survival of humanity. Uh, I'm T. I am joined by Spade. Hello. Say hi, Spade. Hi, Spade. And Lassie Guapa herself. Yep. Ariani. Hey. Miss Nine Green Squares, as we affectionately call her now. No, don't don't <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I don't get it. From the movie the Grid game, game Ariani never that, gets them wrong. And, she always gets well, Nine Green Squares. The game me and, me oh, and Spade nine, play nine on green time squares. every day, and you remember to oh, do yeah. it. Three days later. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's 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 not a game about how well you know film. It's a game about how good your memory is. And I've just never had a good memory. Like you'll say it, and then like two days later, I'll be like, "Oh, it was that guy," and then all the information comes rushing in. But like right there on the moment, I can't. Tough. But anyway, hey, Spade, what's up? What are we covering today? What are we covering today? It's a little TV show. The latest one from Marvel, actually, uh, Echo, was a five-episode series that dropped about a month ago, and they forego forgone the weekly bi- uh, the weekly drops that they were doing, and just dumped all five episodes at once, and uh, just left it there for people to enjoy at their leisure. It was called Marvel Spotlight, right? Isn't that like a new thing that they have? They're they're trying stuff. They're... Yeah, they're trying to. I didn't like that logo. I thought it was just kind of like. Un, un memorable logo kind of thing but the the music for the logo was written by uh, the guy who did werewolf by night is it michael giacchino yeah yeah he did that yeah see so i appreciate that they should have branded this with the special presentation stuff like they've been doing for with werewolf by night and guardians of the galaxy right the the christmas special from what i understand the marvel spotlight thing is that they're doing it for shows that are not like mainline MCU storyline stuff. They're doing it for stuff that's like outside of the periphery. So it's just like you don't really have to watch. Yeah, but it's all MCU either way. I know. But we have to watch this to lead into Daredevil, which we'll talk about. But this is a very must-watch thing because it's it's very much Kingpin and how important he is. But But see, here's the thing. Spade, right off the bat, you characterized it as, eh, they just dumped all the episodes at once. But at the very same time, you could have chose to say, and as uh, apparently a homage to the to the Netflix series, um, they're dropping it all at once to the original Marvel uh, streaming thing. Just to jump off the bat, just right off the bat to say, there was a lot of things working against this show. Because there's a lot of things I really, really like about it. I was it. gonna ask. I was like, did did you guys like it? It's all right. It's all right. Mixed bag. I I guess I was expecting more Daredevil stuff. Really, like the way that they were branding it. This is gonna be gritty. This is gonna be, uh, you know, the first MCU 
TVMA project. They really like push the TVMA stuff. So I'm thinking it was going to be like super violent, and I'm just like, oh, it was real basic. They had the they had the one scene in the I think it was the third or fourth episode in the bowling alley where the guy shot the the other guy in the head. The the and roller they, rink. they showed you his body. Yeah, in the roller rink. You know, that's what earned yeah, but that's them. That's not so. That's not so bad. Well, they showed you the bullet hole in his head. I don't care. Remember in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, uh, whatever Falcon. Yeah, that's the show, right? Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh-huh. where bootleg Captain America smashes a man's head with the yeah, shield. Yeah, but they didn't show it. The bl- no, but you see the bloody that was off shield, screen. and right, I know, but you see the bloody shield, and they have the like- rules for rated R and stuff like that are so weird. You know, like there was this one Star Trek movie where they had it was a really cool scene where somebody was shot in zero G's and you saw the blood going through and what they had to do was a Klingon and they were like, oh, that's going to blood floating in space like that. If the blood is a different color then it's not it's not rated. Right. R. So they made it magenta, you know, <laughs> so it was slightly red. less red. <laughs> right. Right. It was it's kind of weird. Go see it. And that got them past it yeah and it's just like these weird kind of things and not the intensity so that's you know obviously that's and that's why the, the avengers are always fighting like aliens and robots because they're not killing humans even that scene like that scene alone is not justifiable for a tvma like that's 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 a kind right. that's the kind of violence that they could have right. cut around or cut out i'm thinking like you know even the scene where kingpin is beating the guy in the alley it is violent, but I'm like, this is not TVMA. What is MA? 16 and older? I think so, yeah. 14? No, because they, they have double... TV 14, so what, so MA is considered... MA 14, right? You know, they're TV 14. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, this is this is really mild. TVMA, this program is specifically designed to be viewed by adults and therefore may be unsuitable for children under 17. I think that's okay. nonsense. But I think that's insane. I think a 14-year-old could have watched this and it would have... It, this could have been TV fourteen. Personally, there wasn't there wasn't any there wasn't any uh, serious language. There wasn't any f bombs. That's right. There was no cursing or anything like that. There was no cursing. There was no sexual content. There was nothing aggressively over the top violent. Like I said, except for the guy they shot in the head. You know what I mean? They don't show it holistically. They do it based on bean counting of. Did you do this? Did you say this? Did you? So they don't take it as a whole. Is but this... I think that was like a, a very specific marketing thing that they did, and it just kind of didn't pay right, off. Right, right, of course. Right. They knew it was BS. They knew it was Because we got excited when we right. saw that. And then they do the whole thing. It was just like, turn your Disney Plus to TVMA to watch it on Disney. Right, and it's just right. Like, oh. And I was like, oh, really? And I mean, this is stuff that they did before, right? With Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, to a lesser extent, Iron Fist. That's really what I was expecting. That level of hand-to-hand combat, like we were going to get some real street fighting because she's a street-level hero and really got one great action sequence in the first episode with when she fought Daredevil and, and the other guys. And I thought that was a really cool fight scene. And then after that, it kind of just... I have a theory, and I, and, I, and I specifically didn't say it in our text because I wanted to get your reactions from it. And I, and I think I'm going into a gray area here. One, uh, uh, Aquila Cox, awesome. Like she was, I thought she, she was a cool great. I hope she gets in, like a cool action in Hawkeye out of this. Right, I loved every movie. single thing, but in the beginning, she's there fighting. She's jumping around. Of course, there's stunt doubles. You could see where there's a stunt doubles or whatever. You know, boom, boom, boom. Where they put in the 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 fake, they put in the hidden cuts of the thing. Then you go to the last episode, and they do this big thing where they're going to make a costume, 
but she's really, really covered up and she's barely moving. Really soon after she had a child, I think that her being pregnant had an effect on how many action sequences there are. I don't know the exact timeline. It's like Rihanna at the Super Bowl. <laughs> she's barely yeah, right? dancing. Did you guys see that or feel that or am I pregnant. imagining this? No, yeah, I didn't know she was pregnant either until you know you, you said it to me. Right. She had a kid like recently. I didn't go in to do the research of like what month was it and when were they shooting and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's a possibility. But don't they usually use a stunt double for that stuff anyway? Right. But then there's still like you don't use a stunt double for every single thing. And I think there you could see the change in her during the series. You know, it's different like if you're in a sitcom where you can hide them behind a couch or have them reading a newspaper on a couch or something like that. So if the character isn't pregnant, they could kind of like work around it. Uh, but you couldn't do that with this. And then I think, and this is just me speculating, because of the very specific change in direction, I feel, that's going on at Disney with the you know new leadership or re- like regressive leadership like going back to old leadership they kind of cleaned out the schedule they looked at echo and they looked at all these things and they were like listen we got to get out bit daredevil born again this has to come out before daredevil born again so we're just going to chalk it up as whatever do whatever you need to wrap it up remember it was supposed to be how many episodes i think six is was it i think it was six and it went down to five i thought it was actually supposed to be more but yeah they're they're I thought it was supposed to be like eight or ten. I thought so too, but recently it's been reporting that it was just one episode that they cut it down from. I don't know. I don't know that I believe that. I don't know that I believe that. I mean, I I don't know either. A lot of these things get approved. They get approved for like a series. Like, we approve you for ten episodes. Oh, we only have the budget for six. Oh, sorry, you're down to five, you know? Yeah, but I don't think this is a budget thing. I think they looked at the story and they looked at what they filmed and they they wanted to make it tighter. Some some things I saw, I'm like, it looks like a a budget problem. They probably cut cut the budget going through because they're realizing like uh, i think there was decision all those big decisions were made there in the midst of production and it's a shame because they couldn't delay it one they got to get daredevil born again out i think that bob Iger comes back and cleared out a lot of marvel's things right so it's like listen you're not going to get so much marvel because i think they realized there was too much being put out and, you know, whatever they say, superhero fatigue, which is, is, is probably a real thing. And they were just like, you know what? We're cut our losses here, but we have to have it because we have Kingpin. Everybody loves Kingpin. And we got to get these beats out before Daredevil Born Again comes through. So that hurt the thing. And they were like, listen, we'll just chalk this up and up and go, you know. And it's a shame because I think Aquila Cox is is awesome. They have some great native actors in this. Graham Greene is a legend. He is a legendary. He was the um, uncle, right? Yes. He's so good. He is great. I love him. But every movie, when they need an indigenous and American, they roll his ass out and put him on screen. And you know what? And he eats every time. He eats every time because he's that good. Um, Tantu Cardinal, who played the, the mom, Chula, um, she was just in Killers of the Flower Moon. And the, 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 what's it called? The owner of the, the roller rink? Um. Yeah. I like him. I thought he was a really good actor. I didn't, I wasn't familiar with him. I knew, I know him from the Twilight movies. That's how I know him. Oh, okay. But he's, he's very good. He was, I think he was like my favorite character in the show, um, outside of like Kingpin. Wasn't the uncle 
the owner of the roller rink? No, it's a younger guy. The younger guy. I don't think he... Oh, you're younger right. Guy, he is the younger The younger one. guy that He's... turned them in, he was no, the one... I thought... No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Graham Greene played the grandfather, right? Yes. Or like okay. the, but that's the not, owner. It's, it's he not... was the owner of like the shop. Grandma's... Right. Grandma's, grandma's right. He owned the yeah. shop. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. When when you said Graham Greene, I don't know why. I was thinking the uncle... Um, no. Uh, Henry Chase... uh, was... Yeah, Henry, yeah. Ch- Henry Black. Chasky yeah. Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's who I, I thought you meant. But I, they were both great. But my, my favorite character, though, was, was Biscuits. Biscuits and Bandit, I thought, were, were great. They need their own spinoff. I don't know if they, I don't know if we need a spinoff. I don't know if that's justifiable. But yeah, because good. you hate fun. Shut up. This comes back to you who, hating who, fun. Who? Biscuits and Bandit. Who do you need? The, the brother who crashed the truck and, and was riding around with the dog. I want to watch them drive from. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to watch them drive from, from Oklahoma to New York. Him getting into, getting into trouble with the trailer park hussies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's see. As you affectionately <laughs> called them, right? Those are, like, I think a couple of the worst bad guys I'd ever seen in one. <laughs> I know. Like, they're so incompetent. They're so bad. It was like, and it's just like, oh, it's like, hey, we're going to take away your prosthetic leg, and then we're going to put it right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> that was some of the things. I was like, it's Echo. She's a superhero. A wood panel door. Even with my back hurting, I could have kicked that door. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It wasn't a solid wood door. It was a hollow view, this door. This woman is an amputee. Like she, she is missing a leg. But it doesn't matter. She's a superhero. Right. That that doesn't slow her she's down. Really she definitely okay. I mean, doesn't I guess, matter. Well, T, I guess now hold on. She's a but, but then they make hold on. then they make her have steampunk abilities where she's like MacGyver and can kind of put something together because she do this. Well, I was just gonna ask you. you. You said she's a superhero. What's her superpowers? Uh. See, see, ancestral. I got okay. it. Ancestral memory. Right. Uh, in the Channeling comic book, in the comic book, it's the same as the as the Grandmaster, not the Grandmaster. What's his name? Taskmaster. Right. Grandmaster right? It's the same as the Taskmaster, uh, but they wanted to mix it up here, and I kind of like that. I like how they did because that's that. very and spoiler alert, it's very Dune. But there's this kind of ancestral memory kind of thing that she's channeling through. So when she needs certain powers, she has these skill sets, which I think is a kind of cool thing. And I wanted more of that. Do you think the show did a good job of explaining that? I think at the end it all kind of like came together. Yeah, but she didn't. She didn't really display any powers until the very end, with the exception of right. the one the, scene the on last, the train when her hand glowed. The last like glow, five glow, minutes right. of the show glowed. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right. Could they cut a lot more than one episode, and it went through. That last fight scene was pretty insane, like or or not insane in a good way. I was just like, oh, it was a fight scene. People were standing around in a smacking room, smacking each other. No, but I thought it was very funny that like the last thing you see is Kingpin going, "What did you do to me?" And then he just he walks away. He's just like, "I'm gonna walk away now into my car." I'm like, "What happened? How'd you who brought you to your car?" Oh, oh. <laughs> Let, well, let, let's talk about the kingpin. So very poorly blocked and choreographed. That scene was very poorly blocked and choreographed. It was. There's the budget. They're like, let's just get this shot. Everybody get into a room they, they that we could do it on a studio. That, on that horrible train uh, sequence. You didn't like the train. Sequence? I liked. I liked the train sequence. I thought it was good. I wasn't amazing, but I, for I enjoyed a TV it. show, though, it was it was very well done. Yeah. You know? Anyway, I'm sorry I interrupted somebody saying something. I forget what. Yeah, I, I just want to say I officially want to uh, nominate Echo as the worst shot in the MCU. How do you shoot the kingpin in the face and you don't kill him? And then he's just fine walking around with a contact on and he's got a little scar in his face. Isn't that what happened in the comics? That she shot him in the face and then he just had an like, eye patch or something? I think she shoots him on the side like on purpose. Here she was like 
explicitly like they made it seem like she shot him in the eye, right? But wasn't it both eyes in the comic books that he lost? Because he was blind in the comic books because then he was Daredevil, kind of. So he could. He had like a, a bandana like or something around his eyes. I think so. Yeah, yeah something. I like think that. they got both eyes. I mean, I get the point. It's just like, how do you shoot someone point blank and barely hit them, you know? If you want to destroy <laughs> my sweater, they needed him back. So they tried to, you know, this is retconning also, the whole thing. Spade, you know, I thought when you back. meant worst shot in the MCU, I didn't mean you meant like the shot that she took. I thought you meant like the shot, like a shot, like on screen. Uh, oh, film <laughs> <shot>. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I, I literally mean, mean like I thought that. I thought that too. I thought that. I, was I meant like her. Oh, I was how, like, oh, watch. I meant her Annie Oakley ability. Oh, okay. Daredevil was here. That was a great scene. Wanted some more. Really yeah, disappointed good, yeah. they put in the trailer. It was the best action scene in the in the, in the show. Um, it was it was the one that was the most interesting to watch, and then everything else just kind of fell flat, which is a shame because like I think I think she's a really good action like actress especially considering she is i think so too actually deaf and an actual amputee and i'm just like oh my god she kicks so much ass and i love it yeah t and i always joke like when they put people on screen you're like that person can't beat us up like i feel like she could kick all three of our asses at the same time you know oh yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) yeah, definitely right iron fist i I, i'd knock him out (laughs) one punch one punch knock him out Echo, I wouldn't mess with it. I'll tell you the one thing that actually bothered me about this show, and it, I think it's something that I've noticed lately, especially now more that there have been um, movies and shows that have deaf actors communicating um, more frequently. I don't like how in this show that the actors were signing and speaking their lines very slowly as they were signing. It, it like it stood out to me a lot. I think the only person who didn't really do that was um, uh, Chasky Spencer. At least in like a couple scenes, like there were scenes where he was just like more fluently speaking. See, I I thought they were doing it to allow her to read their lips, kind of thing. That's how I I took it. Like it, it didn't it bother UT. I I wasn't bothered by it. So I Ariane had mentioned that in the text, and I thought a lot. I I was actually thinking a lot about that because I imagine it's very difficult as. A deaf person to walk through the world and people going hi can you so it's almost like it's it's like it must be terrible for deaf people and, and i and i've seen like people talk to deaf people and they're like do they start speaking slow or like they're you know they're you know they're talking to like you know a three-year-old but then i heard i read something saying in a lot of movies what happens is if there's a deaf person all of a sudden People don't lip read that well, and it's like they they portray it in movies as like some kind of superpower that you could just speak like this in front of a deaf person and they can catch everything. It's and, and and that it really doesn't work like that. I don't know. That's just something I read on on the internet that somebody was saying that that annoyed them in other films that it all of a sudden oh they're deaf, but then it doesn't have any kind of consequence. In, in, in their in, interactions. In the storytelling. In the storytelling and the interactions because they're just such great lip readers. Mm-hmm. which And it doesn't work like that, you know? So I, I guess it's a really difficult thing to kind of parse, I guess, if you're not really kind of taking the time. I but p- part of it, I, I thought, because when Ariani mentioned it, I was thinking, like, you're around a, a person who's deaf and you never had to do this before. So you're kind of learning, too. You're not going to be an expert. Real fa- I mean, they were doing it when she was younger, right? She was, what, eight years old, I think they said? So they were probably, I guess, when you start signing, right? 
when she's three. So maybe they're only doing it a couple of years or two. I don't know. Like, because at what point does a deaf child start picking up sign language? You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying to you? You look like... No, because I'm trying to remember what the sign was that they taught Ronan at daycare to say you're done. You go like this or, or like with food. So Kit, he was like one, one when he started doing... You do sign... Like, what? How do, how do human beings do like react to body language and stuff like that? So I think much earlier than three... Now, now you can't have a big-ass vocabulary. Right, right, right. You're right. But you can, there's certain things that you, you can do that kids can start picking up. I think just the way they did in the show just kind of stood out to me. Because, like, when you see, like, other movies with, like, deaf characters and deaf actors in it, um, and they communicate with other people using sign, it doesn't come off as so, like, stunted. You know, where they're speaking so slowly, and then they're also signing at the same time. It feels... It, and I get like actors have to learn how to sign. I'm sure all the actors here had to learn how to learn their lines basically in sign language to be able to communicate it. Right. So I understand that. It just... And the one person who actually knew how to sign ended up getting killed in the hallway, right? Who? The, in- the interpreter that Kingpin had. He oh took my her God, out. Right. Oh, right, right. That's like. It's awful. I actually, um, I actually like that. that. That was it. That was that was yeah. That was a really good like bad guy being a bad guy yeah, moment. You're you know? the only person that I trust, and then they're walking her out, and they just execute her right in the hallway. But I thought that was also like a really like interesting choice too for Kingpin, because just like he talks so much about like Maya, you're like my daughter. I love you. He never bothered to learn how to sign, and he's known her since he was a little girl. Well, that's it's the like, point. He doesn't really care, well, like, right? You know, because it's Kingpin. Yeah. He, doesn't care. Right. Yeah, he doesn't know her really enough. It's it's an extension of himself. He's he's saying the right know, things, but, like, but doing whatever he wants. Right, right. right. He doesn't. He, he he cares about how she makes him feel. He doesn't care about her. Mm-hmm. She's right? a tool. And I She's guess, a tool for I him, guess, really. And I guess, like, so we're having this conversation, and they sh- probably should have had this conversation in the writers' room with their thirty-seven or so right writers. That how character manifests in how you communicate to Echo, right? So people who disrespect or don't have a high regard of people because they're, or villains, as it were, could be speaking to her like this. And then other people are more sensitive and you could tell a lot about a person, whether good or bad or mediocre or whatever, based on how they communicate with her, which is, which is a really great opportunity to reveal character, mm-hmm. and and they and they didn't take that opportunity, you know. All right. Well, what did you guys think of the stinger, which was I think the whole point that they did this show. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> for that, just, it was a right. big setup for. for I agree. They should have done like a three episode miniseries on Kingpin, right? And just had no, her really, pop they had in to, and out. They had to come up with an excuse <laughs> to set up the stinger because, like, from my understanding, this is where like the last Daredevil show was heading before it got canceled. I don't remember. The, the kingpin stuff being with him running for mayor no but i'm thinking like isn't that where they wanted it to go i mean i imagine it seemed like a, a natural progression that that's where the story would go i mean this is a popular story in the comic books and uh yeah he's he's obviously going to become mayor for sure so daredevil born again a lot of daredevil born again in my understanding was used in daredevil season three netflix daredevil season three but not all of it so they're going to take whatever's left over from the Born Again story arc and put that in Daredevil season four, I'll call it. Yeah, I mean, so I think they're just really... calling it Born Again in, in name only kind of thing yeah. to to reclaim it, it with Disney, you know? 
So there's no really there, there tension. And it's like, will Kingpin become mayor? It's like, yes, he's going to become mayor. And it's going to be a problem for everyone. A New York real estate crook goes into politics, causes trouble oh, for people. I can't believe it. <laughs> that never happened in the real world. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I wonder if they're going to have Luke Cage run against them or if Luke Cage is going to eventually become mayor because that that's what also happens in the comics. Oh, please bring back Luke Cage, man. That, when I Luke first Cage. saw that scene, that's I was like, is he going to run against Luke Cage? Because that would be awesome. That's cool. And Luke Cage loses. No, he wins. He wins. Oh. So it's, we're talking about two elections. Yeah. 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 One where Kingpin wins and then the next then, one Luke Cage runs against right. him. What's the possibility right. of President... Harrison Ford running against president, uh, president, uh, candidate, uh, Mayor D'Onofrio. Kingpin running against. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Sign me up. I, I'd watch that. I, I really hope that Aquila Cox gets another chance to really shine and 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 give it the time and the care. Kind of bring that character. I, I think I the character is going to pop up again. I don't. I don't know that she needs a, a whole season two or show to her own but definitely i'm i'd be shocked if she's not in daredevil to be honest with you but they where, where what state was she in again i forget oklahoma well, oklahoma but she she was going oklahoma. back to new york at the end oh she was go- oh, right, right, right 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 i mean she she was leaving that. and then she came back and then i mean i'm assuming she's gonna go back to new york i don't even know what her whole plan was to be quite honest in this show like that's a that's another thing i was just like you want to you want to be the the queen pin very bu- book of Boba Fett. <laughs> well, no, she was disrupting. She was disrupting the the kingpin's train line. That right. was all his stuff coming into New York. So she but was she disrupting did a supply line. That she wants to take over, like the like she wanted to be a crime boss. It it it, it seemed that was. Imp- I don't know if it was said explicitly. She said or it. She said know, it's. Implied. She said it's time for a queen. Like she said it right in the first episode. Right. And I'm like, that's. I'm like, that's awesome. That would be cool. And then it just. It doesn't seem like she's actually interested in that. So you're. You're right. T. It's like Book of Boba Fett. Um. So thumbs up. Uh, oh, they can't do that. That's branded. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, NotAllPods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcast Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. You like that <laughs> You like that clap? <laughs> Ariani is so angry with us tonight. I'm not. I'm just. That's that's. This is very. This one. This is very, like theater. Oh, I, I had it better before. T, you look like you could knock out six dudes with that one slap. <laughs> Thank you. And this is on brand for that's us. Like the, that's like where the. That's the nicest thing people that somebody <laughs> we, said to me all week. We didn't do an intro, guys. Well, we didn't start we recording yet. But yes, I mean, did. well, we did. But right. I mean, it's on brand this for is, us. We're is, 45 is, minutes late. It's only. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> it's 10 12. <laughs>